How you doing, you old pirate? So good to see you. And welcome to the 30th ever episode of Any Ideas, the podcast about coming up with a podcast, and the first ever episode of Everything But the Movies, the Star Wars podcast that explores the rest of the galaxy far, far away. Uh, I'm Mitch Kreitzman alongside my co-host Jordan Kreitzman, and uh, Jordan's officially the start of our Star Wars month, which I've officially decided to dub Everything But the Movies. I like it, like it. And um, by the way, Mitch, the big 3-0. That's fun, I right? I know. That's a fun neither thing. Of our, neither of us have hit it in real life. <laughs> what do you, um, I hit it 10 years ago. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, but your birthday is on leap day. Oh, so you technically, right. technically, you're only 10. I keep forgetting about that little tidbit yeah. about myself, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, in real life age, like, yeah, you are 40. <laughs> but in leap years, <laughs> which is when you were born, you're only 10. Yeah. Um, Jordan... In our hearts and in our minds, the Watch Along podcast was a huge success. Um, <laughs> in the numbers, people did it. Um, now, not as many as our usual listener base, sure, but certainly more than I expected. Um, Look, I appreciate I really, that we took a risk. I really air. hope none of those people listened without actually watching the movie along with it. Mitch, I'm sure they all did. <laughs> Because that would that must have been garbage, like truly. I really didn't think anyone was actually going to take the time to watch the movie with it. So, look, I'm going to say this. I know because I was part of the podcast, I probably enjoyed it more. And I'll admit, I didn't listen to all of it. Not because it was bad. I just I had to drop off at some point. <laughs> but look, you could still kind of hear it in the background. I thought it it played kind of okay without watching the movie. Don't you think? I haven't listened, so I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I gotta wait till I can find a good time to watch the movie and do it that way. Okay, so you're um, gonna do it the right way. I went about it the way I assume just most people are gonna listen to it anyway, <laughs> which is fair. Um, yeah. Now, Jordan, uh, for the month of March, we're we're turning we're turning a new leaf into a, a series of pilots that we sort of decided to just so, sort of clump into one another here. Mm-hmm. Um, and while doing research by the way for today's episode i sort of just came across another idea we can do within this uh, whole universe of ideas so basically the idea of it was we'd come up with multiple star wars podcast ideas none of which were really about the movies um, <laughs> there's enough of those there's there's enough podcast content out there about the star wars movies themselves we're going to touch on stuff during these episodes that are in the movies themselves, we're not going to talk about the movies. Yeah. I mean, there's, like I said, there's too much out there at this point where we're not, you know, we're not just going to sit here and talk about why you didn't like the one particular Star Wars movie for X and Y reason. It's been done to exactly. death, Mitch. It's, it's been done it's to not death. Worth it. I'm over it. Let's talk about the things that everyone can enjoy. And it's uh, just the universe that has been kind of born by having to cr- create around the the main tr- uh, story. Right, no, That's exactly. That's what we're interested in, and a lot more people like, um, although, of course, the sequel trilogy didn't do much with it, but <laughs> we're not talking about those. <laughs> That's now, all I'll get in. <laughs> this week's pilot that we're going to try out is analyzing a different Star Wars alien every week. Uh, the Star Wars universe is full of interesting aliens to learn more about um, through the canon, uh, so I thought we would give that a try. Now, Jordan, uh, you decided that we should go with uh, Jawas. Uh, I'm curious exactly what led you to that decision. Um, two things. One, uh, 
it was the first thing that popped in my head. <laughs> sure. That's about half the time I answer any question. That That's what's going on there. Two, I could be wrong, but is it the first um, Star Wars alien we see in the movies? It's got to be close because right? the you start the movies with you're on the Star Destroyer. So that's yeah. just, you know, Stormtroopers, Darth Vader, Leia. Then you end up on Tatooine with C-3PO and R2-D2. And then they get abducted by the Jawas. So I think you're right. Yeah. So if that's the case, if they're not the first, they're like top two. So I mean. Oh, they're very close if they're not the first. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's a good first step for that. So to, to start off with the, the Star Wars media that they appear in, um, first off with movies, their first appearance was in A New Hope. Uh, they are also in Return of the Jedi. Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, and most recently, The Rise of Skywalker. Um, in television shows, they are in both the Clone Wars series and in The Mandalorian in multiple chapters. Mm-hmm. Uh, they play a very fun part in The Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, in in terms of video games, they are in the Lego Star Wars series of games, which I'm sure we will get to at some point. Uh, <laughs> and they are in both Star Wars Battlefront and Battlefront 2. Um then finally, they don't make an appearance, but they are mentioned in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. So, man, Jordan, when you're when really, you're there in yeah. uh, less than a month, you gotta get us up to date on when Jawas are mentioned. Yeah, I'm really disappointed. I would have thought there would have been a bunch of Jawas walking around. <laughs> that would have been quite a sight with all those blue milks walking around, drinking out of straws, in their now endlessly we... dark faces. <laughs> Now, this will, of course, be our last pilot of the month as you breaking down your Galaxy's Edge experience for us. Of course. Um, but I am curious what it's going to look like because I don't think there are a lot of walk-around characters, at no, least not aliens. because the the uh, new CEO apparently uh, <laughs> cut all that out of the budget. Have you heard that? Yeah, so, yeah. Well, so I didn't love Bob Iger to begin with because Bob Iger was all about just buying other properties so that was kind of his whole thing. Now, yeah. Bob Chapek was the head of Parks and Resorts up until now. Which sounds great. And he's, but... <laughs> but Parks and Resorts also have not done stuff people are happy with no. when he's been in charge. So yeah. yeah, and one of his things was cutting down on a lot of the ambition of Galaxy's Edge, including like literal robots just walking around <laughs> Galaxy's Edge. He's like, right. no, t- too expensive on the R&D. Come on. No, it How much been money does Disney cool. have? <laughs> It would have been absolutely crazy. It would have been straight um, up bonkers, Mitch. Now, Jordan, before I get into some um, some facts here about the Jawas, I, I just want to hear some of your initial thoughts on what how you feel about these guys. Um, I mean, I've always thought they were fun. I mean, I mean, like, so when you're a kid, so when I was a kid, obviously, I love the original trilogies, obviously, but I got admittedly kind of sick of a new hope because that's the one that was always playing on like tnt or whatever you know what i mean well and it's it's a little slow if it's you're a watching little it as slow a kid. sometimes and one of the slowest parts is the beginning of the movie when c3 right. and r2d2 sure. are um talking with the jawas so initial initial thoughts yeah sometimes those jawas would bore me up front but there are some classic things with jawas um, well, they're like, they're little scamps, which is just great. Yeah. Mitch, I wrote giant pawn shop aliens. <laughs> Not right. giant, uh, but I'm sorry, I meant little pawn shop aliens. That's, I mean, they're they're very like 
industrious, which I appreciate. Yeah. And like, this is kind of one of those things that's understated about the Star Wars universe is that so many, so many like sci-fi and fantasy things, it's kind of like all one side against the other. Yeah. Where it's like any character that you approach, like any race of character, or whatever, mm-hmm. is either going to be good or bad, and there's not a lot of in between. Yeah, I wouldn't really say Jawas are either. They're just kind of making their way through the planet. They're just, just kind of doing there. what they need to do. And that's right, something exactly. you don't even really get with like Star Trek. Actually, is it's a lot of you see a lot of different aliens and things, but they're always the weekly center of the story. Right? You don't see right, a lot exactly. of these random living beings just walking around. Like you so do. It's, it's a nice, it's a nice yeah. level of added depth to just sort of have these like tertiary people, um, yeah. And of course, Star Wars can't happen without them, yeah. Because they are the ones that abduct C three PO and R two D two, and Luke buys them <laughs> exactly. off the Jawas. So we can give all our thanks to these mysterious Jawas, and that's another reason I, I like them. By the way, is that I still don't really know what they look like. I mean. So that's crazy. I hate right? to break this to you, but we're not going to learn today. <laughs> oh, I thought you were. I thought you were going to tell me the answers, Mitch. <laughs> no. So I. So first of all, all the information I got today is from uh, Wikipedia, uh, which is nice. the big Star Wars fandom site, where basically anything that's in the Star Wars canon you can get information about there. Um, now this is where my Star Wars pilot idea came from. I really enjoyed when we did Wiki Wiki What. So yeah. my idea was just that we do Wookie Wookie what, because uh, <laughs> Wikipedia has a random article option. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, so, I was going to give you some crap early on because I felt like if you were just bringing a pilot into the mix, we have to vote it in by the legal procedures, if you will, Mitch. <laughs> but, but well, in this, this case, one was already I a pilot. pilot so. so I, I would have voted it pilot. Oh, Mitch, and I, I will give one more shout out to Jawas for why I love them so much. Oh, it's going to come up. (laughs) It's going to come up. Um, Now, Jordan, to to give you some brief details on their their origins in the Star Wars universe, we already talked about it to an extent, but there's some stuff that's canonized that is not in the movie, at least to my knowledge. There's some stuff in here that there's no way was in the movie because I would remember it. Oh, great. Um, So... A band of Jawas located and reunited C-3PO and R2-D2, and then they were bought by Luke. Um, now, what I'm... what I think this is from the novelization. The Jawas were then interrogated and slaughtered by stormtroopers trying to find C-3PO and R2-D2. What the hell? And, and then they attempt... The stormtroopers attempted to make it look like it was uh, Tusken Raiders that killed them. They, like, tried <laughs> to do a cover-up. But then, but then Obi-Wan and Luke later on find the dead Jawas and they know it's like a cover up. They know the Tusken Raiders didn't do it. And then Obi-Wan <laughs> burns their bodies out of respect. Okay. This so is they, all canon. They, they spend an evening mourning them and burning them Qui-Gon Jinn style. <laughs> right. Exactly. They, they give <laughs> okay. them a Jedi funeral. Um, so just thought that would, that's a fun aspect of the canon that we didn't know previously. No, I, um, I love that. I love that people just have to have every second of the Star Wars universe filled up with something. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. <laughs> so for the element of appearance and features, like you said, Jordan, they are very mysterious. Um, they average around one meter tall. So that's around three and a half feet, I believe. Um, okay. With glowing eyes and robes yeah. that cover their whole face and body. So 
Yeah. Pretty much all we see is the robe and the glowing eyes. Um, now they have an average lifespan of 80 years. Oh, that's, um, so pretty, pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm picturing. So as popular as baby Yoda was, have we not had a baby Jawa? Cause that's, that's, that's gold. It's gotta like, be season two, right? There's gotta be a baby a Jawa. Baby Jawa and a baby Yoda hanging out, <laughs> causing a ruckus. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> now, What's under the robe in canon has yet to be confirmed. It's never been officially confirmed what Jawas look like under the really? robe. But settlers of Tatooine have a lot of speculation as to what it is. <laughs> so the, the, the biggest rumors are that they're either devolved humans or giant rats, or giant rodents, rather. Holy crap. Um, I really like the devolved humans theory because they have about the same lifespan as a human. Yeah, I'm picturing... I'm picturing something kind of E.T. looking, but maybe not as frumpy. <laughs> a little more in shape. Yeah, right. <laughs> a little exactly. more up top muscle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And there was some sort of um, scavenger crime boss guy in the in the in one of the canon novelizations at some point that purported the smell of a Jawa likens to a fraternity of wet rats. <laughs> so that's pleasant. <laughs> Why use the word fraternity? Is that is that or is that actually that, the scientific term for a group of rats? Oh, I don't know actually, but that was the quote that was in Wikipedia. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um. That. Okay. So I mean, let's let's speculate ourselves here a little bit, Jordan. What do we think is is under the robe? Well, okay. As much as I like the devolved humans theory, I don't feel like we would devolve to have those cool looking eyes, right? That potentially seems like a enhancement. Well, that could be. <laughs> yeah. So it could be devolved in most ways physically but then yeah. the glowing Other eyes were super sight some, a survival thing for you know <laughs> those desert nights we've never i don't think we've ever seen any sort of really positive thing associated with those eyes um could have laser vision or something cool but i i, I doubt it would have seen it so may, maybe it's not that great so yeah so i mean i don't know i mean i really like the et theory look the ETs are actually canon in the Star Wars universe, right? Yes, they are. They existed in Phantom Menace or something as one of the Senate. Councils. Yeah, they're in the Galactic Senate in one of the prequels, but I don't remember which. Um, so maybe they're like ET spies on Tatooine. So I know. So proportionally, their arms, their arms proportionally would be like the same length as our arms are compared to our body. Because when you kind of see them walk around, their arms, oh, okay. you can tell, have a decent length to them. True. So Maybe that doesn't quite match an ET. It's possible, proportionally, they do have very humanoid bodies. Okay. So. Yeah, like more like um, early hominid type. Yeah. Lucy, right? It's a bunch of Lucys in there. <laughs> Look, I hope I hope season two of The Mandalorian gets us baby Jawa and gets us whatever's under those robes. Um <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of which, that's all I really want. And so, for for the culture of the the Jawas, they in canon have only um, inhabited three planets: so Tatooine, uh, Arvala, which is the desert planet from the Mandalorian, where the Mandalorian okay. meets them and right. fights that monster to get them the egg, so that they'll give him his right. parts of his ship back. Um, and then Navarro, which is the volcanic planet that they visit on the Mandalorian as well. Um, those are the only three planets where we see Jawas living uh, okay. throughout well, gotta, Star Wars canon. You got to wonder about that then, too, because is that at some point, were they able to um, 
do space travel? So, because I did, you're see, not going to just evolve in that exact way on three separate planets, right? So, I, well, so I did see that um, on Tatooine, they're just known as Jawas, but on Arvala and yeah. Navarro, they're known as Outer World Jawas. So, it must mean that they mm. originated in Tatooine and somehow managed to either. So, maybe they themselves weren't the ones that ma- mastered space flight, maybe they were like yeah, on the crew were... at, at you know, with a ship or whatever. Yeah. But so, yeah, I mean, I could see that. Um, yeah. So they're they're known as passionate scavengers and tradesmen, which we obviously see a lot of. Um, they are often known for having shoddy goods amongst the moisture farmers. Um, that's probably <laughs> the funniest thing to me is that Uncle Owen and Aunt Baru are moisture farmers. <laughs> we kind of just yeah, glaze yeah. over that a lot, I think. It's very funny though. I mean, I could picture like moisture farming in California or something, right? Like, right. Like it's just, it's not that it doesn't make sense. It's just a silly phrase to say out loud as moisture farmer. Well, what's even funnier is that the talk amongst the moisture farmers. Like, yeah, they're like just, those damn Jawas. Moisture farmers hang out at certain areas and talk about shoddy worksmanship of the Jawas. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, on Tatooine, they're known as such like desperate scavengers that they've they've gone so far as to like lurk around the pod racing tracks to like grab debris as soon as they crash, and they're like the yeah. first at the site whenever a ship crashes on Tatooine. Are they ever really known for like robbing and like? No, I think they more so I mean, are just um, like they grab junk basically. Because they got weapons and stuff. I mean, they could easily just rob people for their things, right? I think they primarily defend themselves and their goods, though. I don't think they really go out of their way to attack people most of the time. Yeah. They seem like a peaceful folk. If I were a Jedi, I'd just kind of go dark for a second and force one of them to take their robes off. (laughs) Oh, I don't don't like that. (laughs) I don't like that at all. (laughs) That sounded really bad. Just just remove the hood. (laughs) All right, well that's fine. That that's fine. But when you say just straight <laughs> yeah, up, I'm not. I'm picturing. I'm not looking. I'm now picturing yeah. a pervy Jedi putting a lightsaber <laughs> to a Jawa, being like, "Take off the robe." <laughs> I don't like that one bit. Um, now, Jordan, the the Jawas have two languages. Uh, they have the more formal uh, Jawaese. Not very clever. George nope. Lucas. I don't know if you wrote the novelization, but you did not nail I, it on that one. I feel like he would have done better than that. And then there's the more casual version, which is known as the Jawa trade language. Um, so I think that's the one that more people are can talk. Right. With them. It's probably like Spanish yeah. in Spain versus Mexico. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you understand. Vo- I mean, Vosotros, yes, no, etc. <laughs> Um, Is, yeah. Now, <laughs> Untini, which you have already referenced, um, yeah. that is Jawa trade language, which loosely translated means like, come on or let's go. So when you're okay. saying Untini, you're saying, hey, let's go, basically. Or is it more like a tennis come on? <laughs> oh, like a John McEnroe? <laughs> come yeah, on! Or like a Serena Williams. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> um... And then the more the other you know more famous inhabitant of Tatooine is the Tuscan Raider. Um, they have an established peaceful relationship with the Tuscan Raiders. However, they do generally choose to avoid them because the Tuscan Raiders are seen as unstable. 
Um, yeah. Okay. But so what's the deal with Tuscan Raiders too? I know this isn't their episode, but oh, they're, they're they're crazy. I don't know. I mean, they got masks on too, right? What do they look like? Yeah. No, that'll be another one worth exploring if we continue. Um, I feel like they're literally just humans. Just like a savage race of humans. I don't know. I feel like that would... Def- oh, do they t- They talk about it in New Hope, but do they say specifically what they are? Nah. No, not really. I mean, I just... It looks looks to me like they have to be very protective against the sun, right? Two suns. For some reason, they're particularly sensitive to it, so they wear these... They cover up their whole bodies, right? Right, right. Maybe that's it. But I don't know if it's just a some sort of human in the past that got relegated to the outskirts and I don't know, man, that's another episode, I guess. Yeah, no, I mean, they're, they're definitely one that's worth exploring for sure. I just want to see what's behind all these masks. Yeah. No, I, I don't, I didn't want to get peep show with it. I didn't mean to do that. No, I, I understood. I understood. (laughs) Um, now for some info as to their reputation around the galaxy, um, a semi-popular drink, a semi-popular drink is Jawa juice. Um, it's uh, you want from, a cup of Jawa juice? Yeah, from where we know it in the canon is Attack of the Clones at Dex's Diner, um, otherwise known as Dexter Jetster. Which I don't know what race Dexter Jetster is, but we'll get to him eventually. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Jawa juice is not made by or for Jawas, so they don't. They don't um, it's really only speculation as to how Jawa juice got its name, but it's not really connected to the yeah. Jawas at all. Okay, maybe someone killed a Jawa, and like its blood is the same color or something. I don't know. Just that, I always just figured Jawa juice was that blue milk. I don't think it is. That, no, no, because okay. in so to bring up Galaxy's Edge again, they call it blue milk. In Galaxy's yeah. Edge, well, they could. They didn't want to confuse the people coming. Well, in, no, right? I don't like, think they had to make it clear. I don't think it's called anything else in canon. I think it's called Blue Milk. Right? Is that that's an alcoholic drink they're selling there? Right? They are making an alcoholic version. Uh, okay. It's not. Okay. It doesn't have to be. Is my understanding. Um, gotcha. So, uh, and then C three PO does not like the Jawas. Uh, he. A quote from him is, "I can't, I can't abide those Jawas, disgusting creatures." Um, <laughs> Wait, is that from the movie? Yes, <laughs> I don't remember. C three PO is far too civilized for the likes of a Jawa, so that adds up. Did you um, ever see that? Uh, I saw it on Reddit probably a month ago. There's an Empire Strikes Back deleted scene. It has something to do with him. <laughs> He like runs up to a door and pulls off like the warning sign, and then these stormtroopers like go into the door and get like sucked in by some monster. <laughs> You'd have to see it; it's so comical. He like runs, pulls the strip, and runs away. <laughs> I think I I really do think that's the kind of stuff that the prequels and the sequels are missing. Because like, oh yeah, Indiana Jones has very much that similar style of just sort of like goofy humor to sort of play off of the scenery. Mm-hmm. And I, it works so well. Like, yeah, not everything needs to I, be so self-serious all the time. 
I'll give the sequels some credit on this one. They at least in Force Awakens, I feel like they did a pretty good job at that. Yeah, or at least that's true. Almost trying too hard, but it was like that. They wanted to get back to that silly type of humor of the originals. Yeah, and then the um, prequels are kind of unintentional humor a lot of times. Yeah, the prequel. That's where the prequels really screw up is on humor. <laughs> well, look when when yeah. Sebulba yells "poodoo," that's funny every time. Mitch, so. I laughed my ass off. <laughs> Every time. So I don't know what race Sebulba is, but we've seen multiple of him through the canon. So that'll be one to touch yeah. on at some point for sure. Oh yeah. Um, and then most recently in the Mandalorian, the Jawas dismantled the Mandalorian's ship, and he had to strike a deal with them in order to get his parts back. So Mandalorian yeah. also, we can presume, does not like the Jawas, and they kind of beat his ass, if I remember correctly. Yeah, they. Yeah, is that? Is that what happened? I don't remember. Because he like he <laughs> so they they're kind of driving away with the parts of his ship, and he like catches up to them to try to get his stuff back, and he manages to like grab onto the ship, and then I think they like manage to like hit him off it and just wreck him. Okay, so okay, so it's uh, it's kind of like a chasing scene. I, yeah. I could see that then. Now he kind of screws that up. I, I'm thinking like face to face combat. I'm like, there's no way. <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. Okay, okay, yeah, um, I see that. So Jordan, I mean, that's really the the base of what I have here um, for the Jawas today. So it's going to be a fairly short app, but we can give some final thoughts on on how we feel about the Jawas and some other races we may want to touch on if we do this topic again. Um, so I mean, for some final yeah. thoughts, I think yeah. Go ahead. they have every reason to be respected within the Star Wars universe. Um, they mostly play with smaller stakes, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, like I said before, they're little scamps, and I love that about them. Um, <laughs> overall, I'm very much pro Jawa, and I like you said, we got to get those robes off. Yeah, <laughs> we got to <laughs> rip those robes off, Mitch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, I wonder how they get treated uh, in the political system. Wonder if they're <laughs> treated as equal. <laughs> Tatooine seems fairly anarchist in that way. Yeah, because like in the Galactic Senate, does Tatooine really have like representatives at all that we ever see? No, I think the whole point is they're on the outer rim, so right. So it's all Republic jurisdiction didn't exist, so that that's true. But when they're under like the Empire, I would assume they're, you know, yeah, we're under that. That's true. But but anyway, yeah, I like Jawas too. I, I think like, and they're not like a super unknown one by any means. A lot of people, I feel like, they would recognize them if they saw them, right? Probably. Have heard the name, and I feel like they're pretty, um, like, it, like they're in like the first couple scenes of the first movie, right? Like it's very memorable. Like, oh yeah, definitely. Like a Jaw was classic. Oh yeah, for right? sure. I guess why I wanted to pick a Jaw was classic is right at the beginning. I I'm like you. I'm I'm very pro Jawa. I love a lovable scamp. Yeah, that's what I see that exactly. as. Just a bunch of yeah, they're just a bunch of I've, little creatures having a good time as far as i can tell so yeah and they're i mean probably if i lived on tatooine i would be very annoyed by them. yeah because <laughs> like i'd go and park fair. my car get a get a blue milk at the old cantina <laughs> come back and my car's dismantled oh yeah for sure um, that would that would anger me for sure but i mean watching it from an outside perspective i would I don't think the Clone War because you never watched the Clone War show, right? 
Uh, no, I have not up until this point, at least, no. So they did a lot of random episodes sometimes off the main storyline. Mm-hmm. Like they had a whole episode just based on like robots. <laughs> it's just like they didn't talk the whole episode. I can't remember if they ever did one that was like a Jawa was a part of the main storyline, but right. I would love more of that. Like the Mandalorian started it. Like we said, I want to see more of that. Yeah, I've agreed. Let's let's sneak into those robes, Mitch. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now, Jordan, what are some other what are some other races you would like to talk about if we continue this premise? I know for I know at least for me personally, some that came some that came to mind are mostly from the prequels. To be honest, um, you got you, well, you got Geonosians. Uh, you've got yeah. Toy Darians, who is uh, Watto's race. You've got uh, Gungans, right. Jar Jar Binks's race, who live underwater. Uh, lots of fun ones. The Camino ones. Yep. Um, there are natives who live on Mustafar, right? I think so. I believe so. Yeah, they. Um, I can kind of picture them, but but yeah, no, those are fun. I think this is going to sound stupid, but I'm honestly curious what Wikipedia has to say about the human race in Star Wars. That's true. Um, <laughs> right? Of like, course, Wookiees. That's another big one. Well, yeah. And I, then um, what about that weird-looking guy with the weird teeth in uh, the Utapau system, episode three? Oh, yes. They live in the big Those guys. Yeah, sinkhole. Um, yeah, that's a good one. I can't remember the name of the race. But it's the ones that have the weird, uh, like noodly pigtail heads. You know what I'm talking about? Um, noodly pig. They just look like pigs. You mean? No, I'm gonna look this up because I am wondering. Um, A pigtail head. Now I'm. They're sort of like spirally. <laughs> I'm thinking of Ahsoka Tano from the Clone Wars series. Oh. I'm trying to remember what race she is. Oh no, no, this Should isn't like- right actually. What's the name of uh, what's the name of of uh, Jabba the Hutt's right hand man? Oh, that person, that disgusting guy. Yeah, I don't remember his name. Um, I, Are you think you're thinking of Twi'leks or Twi'leks? Twi'leks, thank you. Yeah, they're Twi'leks like the would be another good one. The Star Wars universe. <laughs> what was that? I said they're like the sex symbols of the Star Wars universe. Well. I They're mean, always played as like groupies or dancers. Or Jabba the Hutt's second in command. <laughs> I don't know. He's not the same. Yes, he is. No, 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 no. He's got one. Like he look. He's got like a slug face. He's got like one tail. The the Twi'leks have two. So you don't think they're the same along the back? No, I don't think. Unless females have two and males have one. Let me just, oh, well, man. now I do need to look this up to confirm. We probably, yeah, I don't want to misinform. There's enough enough misinformation in the world. <laughs> look, we're not trying to spread fake news here on this podcast. Yeah, we're not, we're very truth news here. We're only, we're only supporting the facts and our own very biased conjecture. <laughs> we definitely will have to do the huts at some point. There are multiple oh, yeah. huts in the Star Wars canon. Yep, Jordan. His name was Bib Fortuna, by the way. I Bib what a memorable Fortuna. name! I can't believe I didn't remember that. Um, he is a male Twi'lek. Really? So the males have one. It, it looks. Have you seen a picture? He's got one, right? He does just have one. How? Oh no, he does have two actually. Oh, um, so one okay. of them hangs like on the side, on the front of yeah, his body, and the other around of. the back. And then he's got those two little oh. weird like meatball bulges on his forehead. He's Gross. he's nasty. The nasty ass. Yeah, look at this. Look at this picture of Bib Fortuna. 
Ugh. Yeah, exactly. What the hell? <laughs> he looks like he eats a lot of tuna. I'm not sure. Nice. I, I'm not sure I know what I mean by that, but I stand by it. Um, <laughs> I don't think there's any water on Tatooine. <laughs> Everyone's moisture farming, right? Unfortunately, I doubt the tuna market. That's true. Is, uh, fresh. <laughs> um, you know, Jordan, that's gonna do it for us this week for this pilot. Um, now we have a lot more pilots coming up for our Star Wars month. It's going to be more of a Star Wars month and a half, um, just to give everyone an idea of what's coming here. Um, <laughs> what they're in for. <laughs> so we I don't. You like Star Wars? People. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know the order of how these are going to go yet. But one of the episodes is going to be we're going to at least start a, a book from the Star Wars extended universe. Just sort of read it on the podcast and and comment as we read. Um, we're going to do one where we read Jordan's old stories uh, that he wrote for Star Wars sequels. Uh, we are going to do um, an episode about analyzing a Star Wars video game. So we're not sure what that one will be. It could be uh, Bounty Hunter, could be the game adaptation of Episode 3, could be Lego Star Wars, could be Battlefront, who knows. Uh, and then we will... Um, cap it off with an episode about your visit to uh to star wars galaxy's edge and i think that's pretty much everything unless we do want to do an episode of wookie wookie what we'll sort of have to decide um yeah so wait what are we calling this whole thing again we are calling it everything but the movies okay i do like that name although i also kind of want to just call this whole event the star wars saga (laughs) we can't call it the star wars saga that's already a thing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sorry that, that actually it's made me fun. upset <laughs> um so like i said jordan that that's kind of the month month and a half we've got ahead of us i think most of our listeners that i know will at least be okay with this <laughs> so you know probably 85 percent of our listeners so. yeah and who knows maybe this will gain us some new listeners that we didn't have before. I don't see a world where that happens, but you never know. Um, yeah, I, I can't really picture it, but th- that's true. I mean, I would assume there's enough Star Wars podcasts to go around that they don't need us, but... It, it, maybe it'll end up being like that time on uh, our old podcast where we put out an episode about an R.E.M. album the same day that Are You Talking <laughs> R.E.M. Re-Me came out. That was great. And it, I'm tell- <laughs> that was totally happenstance. Right, too. and the, the metrics did gangbusters because of it. I was very happy with that <laughs> coincidence. Um, so who knows? Maybe something like that will happen. But uh, that yeah, we really said... Just- we need to do that more often, by the way. We need to plan some of these pilots around events that are occurring in the world. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I do enough work on this as it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll do the research on future things happening and plan our pilots accordingly. Do we Do we have any uh, pilots about pandemics? Because it's timely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Corona. I don't want about joining a Corona. <laughs> yeah, you, you were in viruses. on the coronavirus train early. Now it's like well, a full-blown thing. Yeah. Yeah, and you're going to... We both are. Yeah, now. we're both flying across the country in a matter of, like, a couple of weeks, so that's going to be good. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to have to buy one of those masks, I think, for the plane. I'm not taking they, the risk. They, like, are sold out everywhere. Oh, are they really? <laughs> yeah, I and you, like, go onto Amazon, and they are selling them for, like, $300. Oh my gosh! Really? To to ease 
Yeah, some of them. But like to ease your worry, it seems like those masks do little to nothing. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> just just wash your hands frequently and use a lot of antibacterial. Yeah, I'll bring some hand sanitizer with me for the plane. Um, oh yeah. All right, so that's going to touch your face. That's going to wrap it up for us this week. Don't touch your Hopefully face. Hopefully we make it to the um, end of Star Wars Sega. <laughs> uh please rate, review and subscribe and and tell your friends about us. Uh if you know anyone out there who likes uh obscure Star Wars content and hypochondriacs, uh send them our way. Uh we're at any ideas podcast on Twitter, any ideas on Facebook and the any ideas pod at gmail.com. Uh, our theme during Uh, our month of everything but the movies is a cover of duel of the fates by galactic empire go check that out it's a lot of fun Uh, and until next week remember there's always a bigger fish